I did, it's I, worth a listen. I guarantee no, I, you. I like, remember. I remember that. I don't remember anything else from it, but I remember the, the that version. Ice, I, I think, ice I, baby. Here's what I think we're gonna do. I think we're just gonna roll this right into the show because we're not gonna play the open today. This is what's going on. It's 11:30 at night on Wednesday. <laughs> Aaron is an a-hole and said it's either this or he's never doing the show again and he's quitting. So I, I guess we have to work around Aaron now because. Whatever stupid thing. What, what, what even is going on this week that you had to, to change the schedule? Change? I mean, you act like we have a normal schedule first. We've not. This is like every week. We've never done a Wednesday night show ever. No, We've we never did done one. No, I think we did. I think we did do it once because I remember talking about not knowing what was going on in AEW because it was on like at the time we were doing the show. Oh. I think I think we did at least once. Idea is we, we we have that little buffer of Thursday where there's no wrestling, so it's ideal for us to do the show on Thursday. When have we done Friday. the? Th- we haven't done a show on Thursday in like four. Did months. you hear what I it's just said? Thursday or Friday? That was what I said. It's ideal, but no, Aaron, who I guess is, I don't know, the 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 center of the universe now. He's <laughs> Mr. right, douchebag Vegas. <laughs> so we're going in today. It's all coming out tonight. It's all coming out. <laughs> Welcome into episode number. I don't un- give an F of jobbing out. We're unraveling. I feel like that's like, been the number for the past two months. I can't we're, hide. We're, we're unraveling like the cast of Vanderpump Rules right now. Like I don't see. I wish I understood that reference. I'm sure. Oh, you really wish you did. I. Uh, I haven't watched the past few episodes. Is is it episode oh. related or just off? Uh, it's off show cringy AF right now. Like, knowing what happened and watching these last few episodes is so unbelievably cringy. I've never experienced anything like it. <laughs> now I want to know. <laughs> I mean, there, there's a reason that it's, like, the second highest rated show every uh, over the past few weeks besides, like, NBA playoffs. So, essentially, it's a show about a bunch of, like, it, it started out as a show as a, a bunch of people that work at a restaurant in LA owned by Lisa Vanderpump, who is famous from being on housewives of Beverly Hills or something. This is, this is who we are as a country. I just want to do a step. <laughs> yes. Yes. So then, you know, that's how it started. And then the people themselves become famous. And so like the show is sort of about these like young, youngish people trying to be like entrepreneurs or famous or whatever in LA. And there's a couple on the show who was like, believed to essentially be a bulletproof couple like that seemed like even though the guy's kind of a d-bag like we're the more usually on the more reasonable side of things and the dude cheated on the girl no with no with someone else's act like it's a whole crazy thing and it's like something no one would have ever seen coming and so like the scandal of it broke before, like, I think during while the season was airing, right? Or right before it started airing or something. But the season was in the can, like, when this happened. And so they had to, like, turn the cameras back on and film, like, a, another episode and a half for something. Okay. Um, But, like, now that it's starting okay, but, to... But now, can I ask the question, is, is it real? Yes. Um... No, it's a thousand percent real. You can tell watching it that it's real because, like, knowing what you know, you can see what's sort of starting to come to fruition. But, like, the people still are not acknowledging it in any way. And so it's like 
you can tell it would have left off with like what's up with this situation kind of thing and not what like the preview for like what they shot after you know is fucking insane okay so <laughs> so so for the record last like last wednesday or two wednesdays or last wednesday top shows on cable on wednesday night 76ers versus celtics vanderpump rules oilers versus golden knights devils versus hurricanes AEW dynamite now, is it real is a valid question because, Aaron, tell them what the ratings for this show were last year. I don't know what the ratings were last year. No, they were this. they were no better than any other thing. Yeah, last. I was going to say it wasn't this relevant. I mean, they're good. Okay. They're, they, okay. The, the show was doing well. It's not like it wasn't going to get canceled or anything, but it was doing what, you know, Real Housewives of whatever does. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was on the more popular side of those. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't beating NHL playoffs. No, this is crazy. So this reminds me of, I ask, is it real? Do you remember what a phenomenon it was when they were still doing the the John and Kate plus eight show, but you knew yes. they were getting divorced? Yeah, but that was, and that was real too. Okay, so it was they real. Ruined, they ruined their lives. It yeah. was real, but they shot the show with this like idea that like it could still be salvaged. Like, they forced them to go back and take Oh, uh, well, I never watched it. Yeah, 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 I didn't watch okay. it after that. So this was a No, huge... this is not that. This is So this is, like, the dude who was involved in the situation is such a narcissist that he would never agree to do anything that makes himself look bad. And so, like, it's... I mean, there's always <laughs> a sliver of a chance that there's some chicanery going on, but I... Based on, like, all the page six stuff and all the, like, Reddit and everything, like, nothing is connecting as false right now. Like, right. There's, there's so many people. Because you can go. Anyway, sorry. We've talked about this. for. No, I, I feel like Brennan's done a bigger deep dive on this than anything he's ever done in wrestling. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Was, you want to see was... a real deep dive, go watch the 16-minute video that Michael Rappaport posted about it. I was, like, Jeez. crying laughing. Brandon did a Brandon Brandon was so desperate to do his uh like Kenny Kenny the Jet Smith get behind the screen breakdown of who was gonna be in the matches for the tournament last week. But <laughs> Which I got pretty hey, I was pretty good on that. I've never seen great. anyone more like he like he was like, dude, I did show prep. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and by show prep, I scanned the roster and wrote down the twelve people I thought could be in this match. More prep than Aaron and I have done since you joined the show. <laughs> well, except for when we remembered to actually, well, I at least remember to do the uh, the battle. You did your rap, yeah. Wait, I did as well. Yeah, you did it. I, a I did not. Later, you did not prepare it in time. You you, yeah, did you had to do later. yours later. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. That's the list of things that we have prepared since Brandon joined the pro. Like Brandon joined the show, and we we're like, eh, we don't care anymore. Actually, the jobbies. <laughs> that's the one time. Uh, that's true. We do kind of prepare the jobbies. All right. Well, I I think I did like a year and a half where we did TV show themes and segments and interviews. Interviews went on for a little longer when we still didn't prepare. I miss. Look, don't get me wrong. I miss doing interviews, but we can't. We don't even know if we're gonna be able to do the show. So like, how am I supposed to? <laughs> on, on a daily basis, we don't know what time or day. This is a here's a straight shoot. I was asked this week to put um, Summer Ray or whatever Danielle mm. Danielle Moynet, I believe I believe is her mm. name now. I was asked this week to put Summer Ray on, and I was like, uh... I mean, How dare you? <laughs> She'd like, be a two-time guest. 
Uh, was she on before? I don't even remember. That. It was it was her and the Miz uh, doing oh, Marina. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she we, has, a, it was she has a banger theme song. Oh yeah, but I just remember how uncomfortable it was when we had no interest in talking to her whatsoever. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think my favorite bit was when you tried to engage her by t- asking something about Total Divas, and you were like, "So what's it like, you know, being on a reality show and then going wrestling?" And Miz jumped in. I was like, yeah. "I'll tell you all about it." <laughs> yeah. Well, we were. That was back when I could. I used. I used to be offered these like ten minute interviews with. That was the only way we could get actual WWE stars on. For whatever reason, WWE stopped working with me. I, I'll never figure that out. Here, we'll pull it all back. WWE used to be great to me. I could have whoever I wanted. Like, you want Roman Reigns on? You'll have Roman Reigns. You want, you know, whoever. Anybody I wanted, and they would always include me on all this stuff. And then, out of nowhere, it just stopped. And, like, the only way could get we could get WWE stars on was through this secondary PR person that I knew that whenever a WWE performer had something else to promote, you know, whether it was Total Divas or whatever, we could get, you know, who Alexa Bliss on for a few minutes. We could get we had Charlotte Flair on. For yeah, for while. a book. Like, yeah, like whenever there was something like that going on, I could get them through this other PR person I knew. But the deal was, it was like literally, they, they, they would tell us eight minutes. They would say, you can have eight minutes. But it was really ten minutes because... They would schedule them for every 10 minutes. So, like, you would have one at 3.20, and then they'd be calling into, like, ESPN New York or something like that at 3.30. So we had to squeeze a lot, and we had to plug the thing that they were promoting. So we had to squeeze a lot into a short amount of time. And so, like, you can have The Miz, and we're like, yes! And it said, and Summer Rae. And we're like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) That was real early in the show. I feel like that was the first two or three months of the show, too. Was it really? Yeah. I think it was pre-AJ. Wow. All right. Maybe you're right. I don't know, man. But we were so excited to talk to The Miz and we just had absolutely zero interest in talking. I genuinely felt bad about that. I was like, well, let me ask her something. Could you imagine her even trying to get a word in edgewise, like across the day that day? Like he probably stepped all over her. Uh, Oh, again, we we actually tried to engage her at one point. He jumped in. (laughs) I would say that I bet they did some like morning zoo radio shows in like the South where they're just like horny rocks. Oh, yeah. Jocks okay. that were like, dude, you're so hot. Like, I bet there were a few of those that that was probably the extent of the conversation that she got to have the day they were doing that tour. God, I almost completely forgot about that. Man, I do miss I miss guests. But no, no, Danielle Summer Ray wanted to come on because she's apparently in. She does horse racing stuff. Yeah, she does, she's doing the Preakness. And that's what I was told. Wait, what? Like, uh huh. She well, does. It was. It was. It's for a while. For the past couple of years, it's uh, her and Bram Weinstein. Uh, is that? this through? Is that through that America's Best Racing thing? I think so. so who's the other person? I don't know who that is. Uh, he's the play-by-play voice of the Commanders. Oh, okay. He used to be on ESPN. He used to be a Sports Center anchor. Wait, um, so does and- she live around here? No, she's, I think, in, uh, she, boy, she's all over the place. I feel like her houses or condo or whatever's in New York, but she's constantly everywhere. So I, I, the awkward part is that because this is a friend of mine who asked me to do it, I might end up putting her on my radio show on Sunday. And now, if if you don't know my co-host, Rita. <laughs> oh, she's, so she's going to love it. I, I'm going to tell her that I want to combine pro wrestling and horse racing. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to say, why don't I just leave? <laughs> and she's going to say, this is a prominent pro wrestler, right? 
Right. And, right. Yeah, say, and right. you're going to say, well, she was in the Royal Rumble two years ago. <laughs> no. And she Aaron wasn't. and Aaron got really excited about it. Oh, Aaron and was. Brandon was just very excited about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's what it is. No, I the I, yes, and I was just like, dude, I don't even I don't know. I if she was available tonight at 11:30, we could have. <laughs> <laughs> we get all the guests that are available at 11:30 p.m. on oh, Wednesdays. This is our big uh, payback lash recap show. That's what we're doing. Oh yeah, which, that which, happened this week. Which, by the way, is the most important show of the year. Um, so it was suggested to me by one of our longtime favorites, uh, Tracy Henderson, out in Arizona, who said we should establish officially what the four pillars of jobbing out are. Oh and shit! It's yeah. Def- it's definitely payback lash. Yep. It's definitely the one time all year, right? Yes. Like that's definitely one of the four pillars. Uh, he reminded me that you know Kurt Kankles would definitely be. That, that, that's what I was gonna say. One of the four pillars of jobbing out. So the question is, I think the fourth would be, is John Cena in the match? And then you could repl- you could say, is John Cena? Is Roman Reigns? Right. Is it, it's, it's either is John Cena in the match or it's the biggest match of the year. What do you mean the biggest match? The, what? The, well, the Andre, whatever we end up calling. Oh out. yeah. Okay. The, the most important match. Andre. Most yeah. important in match. the history of I, matches. I it's it's relevant, but is it one of our four pillars? No, that's like the Ricky Starks of jobbing out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. It's it's a trope, but it's one that's it's it's a better trope. If AJ's in the match, which then, of course, it is the most important match in professional wrestling history. Uh, But no, I appreciated that from our buddy Tracy, who I love. And that's a good one. We'll make we'll Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, those are our four pillars of jobbing out. All right. um, Look, good show, obviously. I mean, like, let's we have to start with it was a good show. The environment was amazing. I think it's a wrestling crowd of all time. It may be. It's up there, but. I'm still just just nostalgic. Canadian Stampede, it's hard to beat. I think it's better. I think it was better than that. I think Uh, the crowd was on fire more than... It's picking nits. Like, it was a tremendous crowd. Well, no, here's the nit I won't pick. I'll push back on it picking nits. I think this was the most, through the entire show, crowd i don't think that the crowd on that show was like that the entire show like were they doing that when like the headbangers or whoever were yeah, fighting? I, i'd have to go back and uh, get, you know. <laughs> I, I find it hard to believe <laughs> maybe you know so uh, the the two things that come out it's the same thing that a well you know aw is learning this because it's their first time like aw looks like they're going to do well whether whatever that number ends up being for their london show it's still there's other props there's other problems there, yes. but they're 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 what they're dealing with is they've never been before, so they're able to do this. Now it's not the first time WWE ever went to Puerto Rico, but going back somewhere that you've never or that you haven't been in a very long time and doing things to make the event feel like it matters is always going to be a recipe for a crowd that's more into it, for an event that feels a little bit different. Um, it, it, it's a it's a brilliant recipe. The problem is there's only so many th- those ways to do it. Like they want to go back to Australia, which makes sense. But when was the the super show or whatever the hell? But that, that, but that wasn't a good show. That was the problem. Like if they did a good show, a meaningful show, I think Australia would be great. 
That was like a how, that was like a house show that they put through. I mean, on the I mean Undertaker vs. Triple H was the in, in 2018 or 19 was the main event of that show. Yeah, wasn't there a big moment for the Iconics on that show? Yeah, no, like the Iconics had a big moment. Buddy Murphy had a big moment. Yeah. Um, like there, there were some big moments, and that's when it popped. But overall, that card was very meh. No, but it would make sense for them to, you know, now that they've realized, like, hey, we can do international show. I mean, they're doing money in the bank. In, in yeah, the well, here, it, oh, it, and, it, anything here's, here's, besides the really big ones, I, I think that they should be looking at oh, I half, have, the, I'd half argue of their muscle. I think what they're seeing now is the justification they needed for eventually doing, you know, maybe not yeah. Mania, yeah. but certainly a SummerSlam. Certainly, I mean, obviously one of the most famous SummerSlams was in the UK, sure. right? One uh, of my favorites of all time. I mean, it was one of the greatest, it was one of yeah. the great moments in, in not only SummerSlam history, but honestly in WWE history. Yes. Um, I think they, again, short of WrestleMania, and maybe they wouldn't even push back on short of WrestleMania. I think this is justifying to them that they can do all of these shows in different places and that it's beneficial to them. Because it's not a house show. It's not like what they used to do with those kind of fake, you know, British pay-per-views years yeah. ago. Right. Where Resurrection or whatever. I, 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 would, I would actually take it a step further. I wouldn't say it's justifying it. I, was, I would say it's making the argument that it makes the product better. I, I don't I, – in some instances, I don't disagree. I mean, I wouldn't do it just for the sake of doing it. But there's only – you know, I think one of the things we forget is like you're going for TV shows. How many between TV shows and pay-per-views? It's what 116 a year in that neighborhood, something like that, is the math that I'm doing, and that's not even including you know if you do some you know right. NXT pay-per-view. Yeah, so so around there, let's just say. Yeah. That's that's a lot. Like you're gonna have to oversaturate places in the process. Now look, some markets. You'll always get good crowds and you'll always get good. And, and I think that because they haven't been to Baltimore since before, you know, the since God, that house show that we went to. When was the last TV show in Baltimore? Uh-huh. Um, no, we, we saw Smackdown in Baltimore. Yeah, that the draft where AJ was drafted. Oh, where yeah. AJ, yeah, where AJ got drafted. What? When was that? October of 2021. Yeah. 21. OK. And well, the arena closed. That's part of it. Right. Correct. I understand. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that they should get a really great crowd for that raw. Now, they didn't get a good crowd for AEW, which I'm sure was disappointing for them. But they were AEW had been back a few times to UNBC. There hasn't been a WWE show. Well, there's other things. I mean, that's not the only reason that show didn't do well. Okay, that's that's fine. But like, it's I'm not trying to dunk on it. I'm just saying that you have to acknowledge that, like. They're not doing well. The a state lot of, of the places. product isn't. Yeah. Isn't, I don't know. Yeah. It seemed like they had a pretty good crowd in Detroit this week. It seemed like. I mean, they they certainly laid the Detroit. The Detroit tickets were fine, but I think it was in the seven thousand neighborhood. I think they would have killed for that in Baltimore. No, sure, but I'm just I'm. I'm just saying, like WWE, like yeah, what you're saying, they haven't been in Baltimore, but like they're also selling out like every RAW right now. That's true. Um, they've had a good stretch coming out of WrestleMania. There's no doubt about that. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, how I'm gonna, long. I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to check the seat map right now. Yeah. I, I mean, basically, uh, this Detroit one was good. It was what? It looks like WrestleTix has it at 7,200 and yeah. Raw in Jacksonville was 8,100. 
Yeah, I, yeah. well, I mean, also, yeah. obviously, AEW, for whatever reason, went all in on this Detroit show. Yeah. Like, it's it's very odd, like, the lengths that they went on the show. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, you know, look, man, I, I don't know. The point, yes, I do think that it's a reminder that going other places and, again, doing other things. Now, this had the added, added benefit of Bad Bunny. Yes. And you're not going to get that when you say, let's go do, you know, whatever well, the Who's hell. the Australian? Who's the Japanese Bad Bunny? I, I, I have no idea. Blackpink? <laughs> Are they Japanese? I thought they were Korean. Well, yeah, they probably, I don't know. Don't, don't, Can don't, they wrestle? I'm just throwing I, I, genuinely, I genuinely don't know. I'm claiming ignorance on this. This isn't racism. I just don't know. Like, I don't follow the uh, Asian pop. Blackpink is a South Korean girl group. Yeah, that's what I figured. It's. I mean, K-pop, I figured that was probably the case. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's there's a massive benefit to that because he legitimately is that big of a star. And look, dude, those were scenes, man. Like, there's they were scenes. I mean, that that's an all time great entrance. Oh, it's it's incredible. It's iconic. And I don't even I, I don't even know what the song is. <laughs> like, And I can recognize that it was iconic. It was incredible. It was awesome. Um, the show was was fun. It was it, it was I, I think as good as a show can be. Without having a championship match, I, or I, or I'm going to say something's probably going to bother you. I didn't think it even mattered. Like it didn't feel like it mattered. It, I didn't miss it. Believe it or not. Like so, there wasn't a piece of me that was sitting there being like, "Man, you know what would have made this show better? Roman Reigns." Like it was I, just good for what it was. I I hear you. I would say it still felt secondary within pro wrestling it felt more like a super fun show that i was glad that i watched versus being a super important show like there wasn't a lot that was happening in the course of that show that really mattered you know what i mean a year a year from now we'll be talking we'll be still talking about the crowd but we'll probably have trouble outside of the Bad Bunny match remembering any of the matches or what happened on the show. No, I'll remember the Brock thing. I'll it, it remember depends, that. It depends on how far they go now with Cody and Brock, right? Which is yeah. which is interesting, and we can kind of go there next. Um, maybe I'll remember that. Like, I think it might be more like it. We're, our memory is triggered when we ask about what it is that Brock's done for the last year, and you're like, yeah, dude, well, you know, it started with... I'm like, oh, right, Cody. And I, I just... It never felt important it just felt fun and big and that's okay like i don't say that as a knock like it's okay for pro wrestling to just be fun sometimes i like it when it's fun and this was a hell of a lot of fun this was a fun fun show yeah that just it lacked anything that now when felt... we sit here and actually think about it, we're like, oh, Gunther wasn't on the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> like no, no title changes. No, Austin I mean, Theory and, wasn't on and, this. Oh, I guess you know he yeah, was. Theory yes, was. He was. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. There were very few even. There were very few things in this card that even felt like the only thing that felt like there could have been a title change was the Theory match. Like that was the only thing in the entire card. That felt like there was even a chance. I thought, for a, I thought for a second the EO match could have gone oh, I, that I, way. I never, I never thought it for a second. Um, which wasn't doesn't mean it wasn't a good match. It was a very good match. I just never for a second thought that it was possible. So again, but I'm willing to trade off importance for quality and fun. And there was a lot of quality and a lot of fun. Um, the Bad Bunny thing is 
it's a revelation, man. Like it's it really is a revelation that someone that is that big of a celebrity and that big of a global superstar, and I, I hate using the term that they use, but it's true, um, cares this much and cares this deeply. It, it's it's incredible. It, <laughs> and, no- and also essentially wrote a love letter to Puerto Rican wrestling, right? <laughs> like by which, having which all is, those other cameos in the match. Which is cool, and, and, and I don't, it was cool and it was great for the moment. But besides that, the actual match, like, really made you think about whether or not you could justify him doing something. Like, that if, if and I'm not saying that he should beat Roman Reigns. I mean, make that abundantly clear. Right? <laughs> Could you imagine holding already, on that? By the way, there's already rumors that, that, oh, that, that on, he should fight Roman Reigns. I get it. I under, but well, here's what I would say. going to do it, and you're going to go through the next year, and we know Roman Reigns is going to be retaining through the next year anyways. Why not at this point? Okay, why but if you want to do, do it to do it, that's fine. I'm talking something even crazier than that, which is if at some point, so like some of the reporting after the show was that they – were extraordinarily high on Damian Priest. Well, they should be. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. we've we've only been high on Damian Priest for eight years. Like, nice for you to join the party. He does everything. He looks the part. He talks the part. He's he's great. Like, thank you for joining the party of being high on Damian Priest. Um, who from the moment that from the first time I think Aaron brought his name up to me and said, "Look at this dude. He's six seven or whatever." I said, "Well, he's going to be a future WWE champion." Like he just everything about him is everything I've ever said. So if they're that high on him, that at some point he ends up with the other title down the road, and you wanted to tell me they were willing to run this back at some point, like next year at WrestleMania, there's yes. a Roman Reigns championship match, and then there's yep. a championship match between Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. We, name one of us that would have a problem with that. And and knowing Bad Bunny, he's he'll want it to be like a ladder match or, or yeah, like Hell in a Cell or something. Yeah. Like, that's how crazy you start to feel about Bad Bunny, because, dude, this is not, this, this is past good, and and you know I'm the last guy that's ever okay with non-wrestlers being involved with these things, but Jesus. What if, let me, let me pitch something to you, because this Uh is, this is controversial, I think, a little bit, but I think you could make the argument you could make an argument for if you have these people and you're using these people and like, what would you say if they did oh, Bad no. Bunny, Logan Paul? I think yeah. both of them. I think both of them need the backbone. Yeah, I, I would say twofold. One, if they did it for the sake of doing it, fine. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, if it's just thrown onto a WrestleMania card for the sake of doing it, it, it can't be for a, a championship. It can't be just no. doing it. Do it. Fine. Do it. I think Aaron's right. It's. That would need to be a tag match. Yeah. Yes, 100% tag match, and I'll point on that. And what I would say is, why? Like, what? No, the WrestleMania, like, you know, spectacle. But what I'm saying, if they have both of those guys, they have the chance to get bang for their buck in two different matches. Why force them both into one? Because that's like doing, you know, the celebrity version of Brock and Roman or whatever. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I would say like it creates an exponential factor if you put them in a match together. I think it would get them that much more press to do it that way. And, and those two guys could essentially start kayfabing, you know, the public 
they could they could basically carry a feud on elsewhere outside of WWE programming. Yeah, I mean, to some extent. In a way that other people can't. You except know? for the fact that the only thing that they have in common is they're both famous. You know what I mean? Like it's. But that, yeah, but that's it's 2023. Like I understand what you mean, and like I understand that, <laughs> but like I. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't sense that Bad Bunny is like celebrity douchebag. Like I don't know. No. Yeah, I, I and agree I with almost, you. I almost think, and this is the crazy. Like I, it's crazy because I wish like I he's cared offended about that. by Logan Paul kind I of thing. It, it seems like <laughs> if you pitch that to him, he would think that he's above that. You know what I mean? Like, and <laughs> the truth is, as and despite the fact they don't care at all about his music, and that's not me saying he's not good. It's just not for me, right? Like I. Clearly, he is adored and he is beloved. It's just not music that's meant for me. Um, But he's an actual artist. Like, he's actually talented. I don't don't want to say this too disparagingly to the Logan Paul. Because, look, man, there's something to be said for how he's built whatever he is. But if I'm Bad Bunny and you're telling me, like, the, 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 the thread for this is you're both famous... That doesn't interest me. Like, By the way, just to put it in context, when you say he's a real artist, someone said something on Twitter that made me really laugh, but it's not that far off from being accurate. Where uh, someone during the show said something like, "Bad Bunny doing this is like Michael Jackson doing this in like 1985." It's it really and, is not. And yeah, that's the, and that's the truth. If if you like, I think people. I don't know that we can say Michael J- Michael Jackson was a different type of famous. Like it's no, I'm saying as far as like being the biggest pop star, like I, I like I can't I, overstate I, right that like, he I'm, is the legitimate biggest musician in the world right yeah. now. It's nuts. It's and, nuts. And man. and that's I think that was the point. It's like that's like if Madonna wanted to wrestle Wendy Richter or whatever in like 1986. Yeah. Like it's that big, and I, I don't think some people get that you know what i mean it's it is it is wild and it's and it's wild this solidifies that it's to an extent i almost am offended by making a comparison to logan paul because like logan paul is good to the standard of he's not a professional wrestler this you know it's funny because last week we were joking about the fact that you know why is this a singles match because he thinks he can do it well he he was right (laughs) 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 jokes on me he nailed it like a hundred percent they had every reason to Dude, he did a the falcon's world. arrow in like the first five seconds of the match. <laughs> <laughs> or no a mission no a so, yeah i was gonna say driver because they they confused it later when it yeah. was a falcon arrow yeah but he did, oh. he did I mean, the first thing he did was that and i was like all right oh. <laughs> it was great because it's like he picked it up like okay he's gonna body slam him that's cool oh wait nope <laughs> nope it's utterly bonkers, man. It is so wildly bonkers. Um, and good on, you know, Damian Priest. I'm glad that he got, you know, the rub out of that. Uh, well-deserved. And, and also hopefully. good for the LWO, because apparently they sold an insane amount of T-shirts. Which is past. cool. I just hope that that's not this existed for this. And now in two weeks, we're going to forget that you are alive. Like, I hope right. that, that doesn't. <laughs> just end because bad bunny's not going to be at the next show lwo needs to win a match at some point yeah or like you know be involved like not they're just involved be, they're just involved in i mean losing. like you know what i mean and yeah. they're, they're be involved to the extent of like actually doing something not just running to the ring because 
you it know, is, bad. Bunny it isn't or, you know Cruz del Toro getting killed by Braun Strowman every week or look, whatever, it, or Omos or whatever. Look, <laughs> it, this is this is just a perfect homage to the original LWO. That is, who were, that is fair. That is fair. Wait, except when they were fighting each other, they were getting squashed. I true. mean, I, I I do think I do think the if there's well. I'm I'm going to disagree with myself already because I you know right now they're selling a lot of T-shirts right I think I was going to say where the money is that's not the right way to say this I think where the content will would be better is when this group goes heel because I think that <laughs> these guys but are that, natural can, can you be the LWO and be heel like the whole point of LWO is to get the cheers because of the homage yeah. It's tough. That's, and that, yeah, that's why I was arguing with myself. But it's like I'm going off of the performers. And aside from Rey Mysterio, like that group has always been great heels. You know what I mean? I mean, look, th- but that's the thing is heel LWO is legato. That's what right. it is. Right. Well, but they and they've changed their name to. Yeah. I mean, like apparently. But, but, that's, but that's my point. I feel like if yeah. they turned heel, they would no longer be LWO. They'd yeah, be they legato. Would just be legato. Yeah. Or it's, whatever. It's, yeah, I guess that's that's the part that I'm scared of because I think as faces they face that the fate of b- being the jobbers. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, what I'm worried about. Hopefully, yeah. and, and then like if that's the case and they need like like if it's like NWO style and you need to have a couple of those guys be like losing like, at least salvage Santos somehow as like a real like a singles star. You know, like I'll go. I'll I'll add in. That match was way more than I expected from Zelina. Not in terms of yeah. the competitiveness, because I thought yeah. it would be booked for her to be competitive. Yeah. I mean, what she showed in the match. Zelina's with- always been good. She's just never really had a chance. Not in I mean, WWE. She's, she's been good. I don't disagree, but she's never had the... You're right, to, to really show what she can do. No, they like, used her as a manager. The crazy part is, I like, I forgot... It's It's funny, I had my... My cousin's 16-year-old son was over, um, and and he was laughing with me about when they put one of these girls in a match with Rhea Ripley. Like, look at her, and then look at her, right? Right. And yet, in somehow in this match, I didn't even feel that. Like, no, I didn't, I didn't either. The humorous nature of imagine trying to suggest that she could beat her. Um, I, I thought it was really good. I just. I don't know. It was very impressive. All right. Um, so there's that. Now, the real, you know, the main event of the night ends up being Cody beating Brock in a real match that got bloody for whatever reason, because Brock gets to break. W- there are different rules for Brock than there are for anything else. And he said, let's do blood. Um, and he hard himself into a turnbuckle, which is. That's that's a choice. Holy shit. It's certainly a choice. It's a choice. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out, because I was okay with the booking of Cody winning. I was fine with that based on what we were going to see this week. Because, again, this goes back to my context of the only thing that makes sense to me is having Brock win the belt and then Cody beat Brock at SummerSlam. And I Guess they could still figure out a way to shoehorn that through at Night of Champions. I don't think Brock's winning the belt. I was gonna I, say. I mean, you can, but it would literally. I think, be, I think they're keeping this separate. 
Yeah, we it, it would literally be we don't know until the main event. Like you that's have the, the Cody Bre- Yeah, like that's the only way you can do it at this point. Which and and I don't know. And the only other thing I could think is that Wait, you have. So Brock. you're saying he fights Cody at Night of Champions and wins the belt at Night of Champions? Yes, I'm yes. saying he okay. he fights Cody, he destroys Cody, and then he just you know somehow talks his way into the championship match. You know, threatens somebody. That's the problem with not having. It's just Adam Pierce. I guess if Adam Pierce is there, you could just have him threaten Adam Pierce and force his way into. It's the different when you had Heyman and he could weasel his way, right? Like that's it's just not quite the same. But it also would require Brock to stay through that whole show, which he never does. I don't know. In Saudi Arabia, he might. There's no way. No, no, no. He, they always there. put him on early there, and he leaves. Yeah, because he's got his own travel arrangements. Remember, yeah. that's why he was able to get back for the show that nobody else. Oh, but that, but that was still after the show because it was him and Vince. Oh, that might be you might be right about that. Yeah. Um, I I still think that's the best scenario because I keep coming back to what works now. And again, the answer could be that Cody's just not winning the belt at SummerSlam. Like that's that could simply be the answer. And it does feel like you could still do some kind of Cody Seth Seth story, but they did that stare down for a reason. I think I don't think that was just the nothing. It's awkward though, man. Like it is awkward. It, it's not a triumphant moment if you're beating Seth. I mean, like, obviously you can do a lot between now and then. But. I said that last week, and then the other thing that I think we have to point out is the first thought I had when they did that was Cody should want to take his head off. Of course, because <laughs> in kayfabe, he's who caused the injury but that this, had again, him out. This goes back to why it's so absurdly stupid that they didn't just do the belt before WrestleMania so they could do the story that they were supposed to do. Like it, it's awkward. It it comes off like. Well, we need to do this. Right. But it, it's past. You screwed it up. I, I don't know what Cody versus Seth is like. Could you get other something? than just a good match? Right. right. It's a good match. And maybe nobody's hurt by it. Like maybe everybody just loves these two guys so much that you just cheer for both of them and nothing bothers you. Right. Like there is no negative impact whatsoever on one from the other. And it ain't the same story, but. It's it's something and it's probably it's big and like that's it's it's not right, but it's not wrong necessarily. I don't know. It kind of feels like that's what we're headed towards. And I'm not I'm just not sure how I feel about it at the moment. Could you and and when I say could you, I mean, how does the crowd react if they try something where. Seth wins the title and, you know, over the course of the, you know, three, four month run, he becomes, you know, turns back into the egomaniac. I think turns, it's he dangerous. He is the egomaniac. No, but by the more, more despicable Here's the, I think, I think that I'm in a place now where I'm, I'm convinced that Cody's even more bulletproof than I thought he was before. And I think that as long as you booked it correctly, like a respect, more more into the respect side which makes no sense with the history but like it you also can't do that anymore if you want seth to continue on the way he is you know what i mean like you can't and that's the problem you can't really have seth be apologetic either like that's not his character maybe there's a way that he can be you know they can explain in a way it's like i did that because i respect you so much and you know and i was only focused on 
you were in my way or whatever. I don't know. There's does, some way. Do, does that hurt the moment for Cody if it's more of a respect thing? I think it hurts the moment for Cody because it's not Roman Reigns. And I'm never going to change from that. Well, I, I, I so take that away. I, I don't necessarily disagree with you there. But just take it a step, for, a step beyond that. If it's not him, you know, overcoming, if it's not him conquering, if it's just kind of a respect thing and winning... It's not. I don't no, know if that's the, the yeah. Same. It's not the Cody story. It's not close to the same. No, no, no. The Cody story is supposed to be that he's overcoming. So, and again, that's why the Brock Lesnar thing was the answer, and to me, still is the answer. It's just. But not after he already beat him. I disagree that because you can get that back quickly. Like you can quickly have Brock turn around and demolish Cody underhandedly at Night of Champions. You, there's so many things. Co- Cody can, and plus Cody didn't beat him. Like, we, we got to make that clear. That ending was not him beating him, and they did that for a very big reason. He did beat him. He pinned him. Right. But it was, it, it's, no, it's basically the schoolboy roll-up win. But like, no, it wasn't. These are two amateur wrestlers, and he amateur wrestlered him out of the match. That's exactly how you would win an amateur wrestling match. That's fine, but That's exactly every... the real counter to that real move. That's fine, but it's not like it was a decisive win either. No, I mean he didn't crossroads him and pin him. No. Yeah, that's my point. Is like that. That's the thing. Is if, but I don't if see, he loses here, but I also here, don't see it as a schoolboy. I think it's different than that. Like he outsmarted it, okay. him. It, fine, if you want to say it's a little different, fine, but it's a lot closer to a schoolboy than hitting him with a crossroads and pinning him. I think it's weird because in professional wrestling, yes, lingo, sure. But what he did is exactly how you would beat a real wrestler, like in real life wrestling. But, but the whole reason that you do that finish is because you didn't get this. Like, you want another they're match, not, right. They're not treating it as a clean finish. Right, right. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know about the clean word. I don't, okay, fine. There, as a decisive finish. Decisive is fine. You can't say yeah, it's not a clean Basically, finish. if Brock wins with an F5, he is the, – the scales are not balanced. This isn't a 1-1 rubber match. Well, it depends thing. on what he did – before that fight, you know what I mean? Like, if Brock hits him in the head with the steps and pins him, it, that's not a clean win. You know what I mean? But so like, you could argue it's a more decisive win. It's a more decisive. We're going down. So we're, we're using so many semantics here. No, I mean, Cody won fair and clean, period. Um, If Brock Lesnar kicks him in the balls and then F5s him, that's not a clean win, period. Like there's no okay, then, then, yes, then that would be balanced then. Then you'd it would have be two... balanced just because you gave him a win back. Yes. But yeah. Well, I, and, 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 and by the way, I do be... believe that's what you have to do. I don't think Brock can just like kill him it, on Cena style. It depends what you're doing. If you if you want to put them as equals, yes. If you want to put it where Cody now is when he does eventually win because of the crossroads, because of the decisive win, is really conquering something. Then actually, I do think that you should have Brock win fairly decisively in the next. Is that considering Brock is going to be the champion? Because I still I, don't believe that. It, it depends. Again, it it does actually in that case it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's Brock as the champion or you're just trying to get a big match where Cody conquers Brock. I think the right move is to have Brock one up him here. Have so the, don't what, have the scales be balanced. How do the pay per views fall? What is is Money in the Bank before SummerSlam? Yes. Yes. So you would do the third match at Money in the Bank? No. Or or Brock's not at Money in where the Bank. Where would you where where would you do the third Slam? match? SummerSlam. Summer so how is 
how is the title getting on Brock Lesnar? Well, that's I'm not talking about the title rate. Like right now, if you told me gun to my head, I had to pick something. Cody's not winning at SummerSlam. The title well, at SummerSlam. Right. So Cody is just going to wrestle Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Is that what we yeah. think? Yeah. That, that's I, sort I, of I what like I think. Yeah, if, if you're telling me, like, but I, it's screw it, but it, it is messing with me that Money in the Bank is before SummerSlam. It's always before SummerSlam. I know, but like it used to be way before SummerSlam, and now it's right before SummerSlam. Didn't it I, used to be in May or something? Yeah, yeah, it, it's changed a lot, but yes. So again, if you, I, what I would say is, if you have determined beyond a shadow of a doubt that Cody is going to face Roman at WrestleMania next year, then by all means, right? Like don't. Don't worry about it. But as I said last week, if you are at all questioning that, if you are at all, if that's a, well, if we don't get this or if certain things work out or whatever, then I'm opposed to it. And you just have Brock either. Here's the other thing is the money in the bank could be the way that Brock becomes the champion, too, by the way. Like, that's, <sighs> that's not that hard. It also could be the way that Cody gets back to Roman Reigns. By the way, Brock could just wait, have a title match at uh, Money in the Bank, too. He doesn't need the contract or the briefcase. So he's, Roman he's, Reigns will hit his 1,000 days May 26. I think after that, all bets are off. Legitimately. Um, mm. I, I don't. I don't. I, I, I think if all bets were off, I don't know that we're seeing the two titles. No, when I, when I say all bets are off, I mean they could make a decision. I'm not saying they think that now. I'm saying I could see the idea gaining more traction of him losing if the, the right thing is presented prior to WrestleMania after the thousand days versus before. Maybe, maybe. I I still think at this point they'll want to try to drag it out to WrestleMania next year. I just, it's hard for me to fathom. Also, there's a pay-per-view in... Uh, or whatever, a premium live event in, is it 17 days? And they don't know who the, the match is? What do you mean? For they don't Rome? know who Ro- Roman Reigns is fighting in 17 days. I mean, sure. <laughs> Does it matter? Like, I don't you know what I mean? I mean like, I, I, I'm weird. convinced this is going to be like when Ricochet got the title match in yeah. uh, Saudi Arabia. Like, this is going like to be... Someone's just going to win a battle royal on SmackDown or something. Yeah, like... AJ style, someone, yeah, whoever, like, whoever doesn't get the SmackDown spot in the the World Heavyweight title will probably be a five-way match, and whoever wins gets right. By the way, how weird would that be that, like, all the losers get to compete for the Roman Reigns match? Okay, in a second. Is there anyone at all? So who are the six? Who are the six guys? It's Sheamus, Edge... Lashley, AJ Styles, Rey Mysterio, and James uh, Edge, Lashley, Rey Mysterio, uh, Austin Theory. Yes, thank you. Oh my God, what what if they just did like LA Knight? What? Well, see, 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 that I think that's your Money in the Bank guy. I think that might be who wins money in the bank and he goes after whoever has the raw belt or whatever. Um, but yeah, you could do LA night. How could he get over to raw? How dare yeah, you? How could he possibly? I don't know if you heard that's a, the brands are split. When now. you win money in the bank, you get to right. go for whatever belt you want. I understand, but the brands are split now. No, so. no, 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 no. But only if it's in front of him, how could he be over on raw? 
he'd have to wait till Survivor Series because that's the one time all year. All <laughs> year. They'll, they'll, they'll be like, they'll, they'll be like, the Money in the Bank guy can go wherever he wants. Right. He's officially a free agent when you what, touch what, that. You know, free you know, you know who it could be. It could absolutely be Vaughn Wagner. <laughs> no, Omos. Like, oh, who? By the way, I would be. No, look great. Yeah, look, I mean, great. You know, great. Seth Rollins, you have to always put in that caveat, but like his past few matches have all been pretty entertaining. You yeah. telling me that they couldn't just sell the folks in Saudi Arabia? Like we've got a ten foot tall dude. Oh, a thousand percent. No, the second you saw it, you said it. I was like, Aaron and I keep going. Well, Aaron and I keep going back to the Vince McMahon ideas that everybody said makes no sense. That would be something that sort of makes no sense. Yep. Makes no sense, but yet somehow ends up being the champion. Somehow Sheamus still hasn't had his championship match, which is. Well, so but he's stupid. in, he's in the, the thing, which doesn't mean I know. him. I'm, I'm just saying of, like over the past two years, he has not faced Roman Reigns for the belt, which is stupid. Is that Consider. true? He never got a smack, even a SmackDown title match. What do you mean a SmackDown title match? Roman Reigns has all the titles. No, 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 no. I mean, a match on SmackDown. I know he hasn't had a pay-per-view. I don't remember. I remember they were few. Barely had. Yeah, Roman Reigns hasn't had very many singles matches. That's wild because there was that stretch where it was like, oh, yeah. No, we were convinced. Remember, we were convinced he was the Royal Rumble opponent. Yeah. Wow. Huh. And ended up being Kevin Owens. And and, and they they were clearly telling you they thought that at one point, and then they just changed their minds. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, sure, he deserved yeah. it. He at least deserved the match. But, again, I, I, I just come, come back to does it matter? Does it matter? Uh, you know, and that's the problem is, for like, I, I said this last week. For the next, basically, year, I'm going to have a hard time believing Roman Reigns can lose. Unless they do something that elevates either Jay or Solo to the point where they're the one getting the match at SummerSlam. That's the only, but at this point, I just don't know how much you can do with that to make it viable. I mean, they're, I mean, they're starting to do something. They're There's doing something, something there. The two of like, them. that's the thing is, like, almost even at this point, I would have a hard time believing it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not easy. I don't disagree with that. It's certainly not easy. All right. Um, anything else from, from just this? Just real quick, would you... It seemed like, you know, mostly me and Brandon were texting about this. Uh, I, I think they made a mistake to put Cody Brock last, but just because you had that bad bunny, that was really surprising right. to me. And then not that it, like, ruins the show or anything like that, just I, I think that was the wrong choice. I don't I don't disagree with you. In a, way, in a weird way, I'm like, I'm sort of glad that it's the match with the wrestlers that's going on at the end of the show. But, yeah. again, given what the show was, given that it wasn't a show of significant importance... I don't necessarily disagree with you. I was reminded on Monday night, I don't know why we were so desirous of seeing another Trish Stratus heel turn. She's not good at this. She's she's good as a different type of heel. She's good as like an opportunistic, take advantage of relationships, you know, use your sex appeal type of heel. She's not good as a conniving, you know, MJF manipulative. Like, she's just not good at that. And that was, 
she does not have the the presence and the voice and the timing and all of those things for for that. I, I I'm I was I was checked back out after seeing that on Monday night. Well, part of it was the crowd sucked, right? And so the the crowd was awful on Raw. And if the crowd's giving her nothing, it's hard for her to play into any heat because they're not booing her. You know what I mean? They weren't they weren't cheering for Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins, which was an incredible match. I mean, the crowd sucked the entire night, and I think it some of the performers that need that to feed off of it was apparent. I didn't think what she did was god awful, but it, and you definitely could feel when there was no noise that it was affecting what she was doing. You know what I mean? Um, I don't doubt it but i don't think she i just don't think that's her presence i don't think her presence has ever been that that character is someone that strikes something into you and trish stratus has never been that person for all of her strength well, yeah but, but but again part of it is she's going in these towns that you know and, and i'm going to underscore the fact that that crowd sucked but also the part of the crowd that didn't suck probably liked to see her because she's going to these towns where she hasn't been in like a decade. Um, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I don't think it was all, this was a terrible idea. I just think it was, it, we're coming off of like, you know, one of the greatest wrestling crowds in the history of wrestling. Right, crowds. I get it. I understand what you're saying. I, and I say it was a terrible idea. I don't know that it's a terrible idea. I just, one, don't know why it was necessary. I, like maybe because they want to do the Becky thing and then they want Becky to be the overwhelming face and they I, didn't want to do a respect match kind of thing. And maybe Trish even said like, I'd rather do this as a heel or whatever. I don't know that this is more beneficial than the respect match. I would almost say that the thing that I saw on Monday night suggests it definitely isn't better than the respect match. I don't right. know. Well, I'm, I'm sure there's someone there that just, you know, and again, maybe it's Trish, the one to be heel or whatever, but like they don't tend to want to do a lot of those. You know what I mean? Like they tend to want to do. And the thing that we always say is heel versus face. That's what works best typically in wrestling. I, I get it. Yeah, I think but, there are instances where it can be different. But there are instances where it can be different. Right. Yes. Particularly when you're bringing a, you know, it's someone out of retirement. Um, yeah, and it was just disappointing for me. That's all. I mean, to the point where it got to the point where I was convinced that part of this was they were going to have her compete for the title at like Saudi Arabia. You know what I mean? Before they got back to Becky, just because you're right. Like, like, why are you doing this for one match? Like, why are you doing this? It's a lot, right? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a you, you messed up your turn. tag titles in yeah. the process. Like you, there's so many elements to this. I, I mean, and by the way, they probably listen. I know we never want them to do this, but they probably should do the Bianca Trish Stratus match. They, Trish Stratus is the next person that Bianca is going to surpass on the list of longest reigning champions. Right. Like it's right there. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know who he's who who she's fighting at Night of Champions if she is fighting at Night of Champions, but. You know, that's the show where you do that kind of thing. Can we address how weird it is that they're that they haven't addressed the the, 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 all the, the other... SmackDown champion is on Raw and that, <laughs> that like how are you dealing with? It was very important to have a new heavyweight title, but we're not even going to talk about the tag titles. Like we're not even going to have 
a conversation about them? What are the rules for there being one set of tag champions? Like we're just, it, it, it speaks back to the thing that is always the answer. They don't know. They have not figured it out yet. Well, it, and, or it might be a SmackDown thing. Cause aren't, aren't the, the people coming from NXT with the belts, SmackDown people. I'm not talking about the women's tag titles. I'm talking about the men's tag titles. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, that they just have both still. I, I assume it's they're getting through this week with the tournaments and then they're going to address it. But, yes, it's something that should have been addressed immediately. They, they felt the need to address all these other things, but they haven't even they haven't even said, like, we'll have an announcement soon or like any. They haven't even brought it up on commentary. Correct. Nothing. It is like it doesn't exist. It's the and it and it speaks to that is only the case when the answer is they don't know. They have not figured. Well, you out know what the point. other funny thing is. I mean, I, we didn't. Re- I don't remember if we really talked about that much, but like their their explanation for the other one was awkward AF, right? And so like. You can't even use that argument for these guys because they're on the show right. every week. Yeah, you can't say. But yeah. that argument was weird anyway because it was yeah. like, it was well, like, why do you, well, why do you care now? Right. Like, but, well, also, why do you let him do that? Like the kayfabe argument was like, well, Roman Reigns was, <laughs> we let him do whatever he wants, but he's an asshole, basically. Well, the, the answer, well, the, the kayfabe thing he said was that he negotiated a really good contract after beating Brock. Which, yeah, but you can still control the rules of your belts. Like, <laughs> look, none of this is logical. <laughs> let's, like, let's be honest here. Underwear fighting. Yeah, like yeah. that—that's one of those things where it's just like that's not even worth discussing that aspect of it. Yes, but, but it is bizarre yeah. AF that you haven't even spared a thought, right? A thought towards the tag title picture. Not even a a. a there hasn't even been like an awkward look. There hasn't been anything that insinuates. It's almost like they're pretending like those belts don't exist at the moment. Well, like, the, the, by the way, the fact that they ha- there hasn't been an offhanded comment on commentary when like they've actually been encouraging that more, I think says the exact opposite. Not only do they not have a thought about it, they do. They are under orders not to bring any attention right, to it because they don't know the answer. Listen, here's no, but here's the real problem. The the real problem. So Glenn, they can't do that because Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are too concerned about Cody Rhodes. They want to make sure he's okay. Right. That's correct. That and is so the, <laughs> that was so weird. That, it's so dude. It's so bizarre. What was that? Yeah, I don't know. That was what? weird. Yeah. One more quick thing that we, we just kind of breezed past. Uh, Bianca, are we just saying that crowd was that crowd? They like EO, we're inclined to like EO, or is there something rumbling there? I think the crowd was that crowd. I, I mean, I, I can't say that. I didn't, I didn't sense that it was negative towards Bianca. No. Yeah, I just thought that they were... The, they weren't booing her, they were booing the opposite of EO. Right. Yeah. I they tend to agree really too. booing her. They were only booing those certain moments, right? Like they weren't like booing her entrance yeah. and stuff like that. And I they just, didn't I, boo when she won either. No, that's true. I, I do wonder though, you know, we, I think Bianca needs to really sink her teeth into something like a really good feud. Why? Or they need to have her drop the belt. We've talked yeah. about that a million yeah. times. Like I, you know, I, I, I get it to Brandon's point that they have her do the Trish match and then get, get past whatever this Thing is, and then deal. They're with so it. obsessed with numbers now. 
They are. It's very Thousand weird. days for Roman, longest reigning champ, or you the, know, the only the only thing I will say about it. Well, it's a little obnoxious. Had they been doing that before, they'd have cooler records to break. But they, they, they didn't pay attention to that stuff for so long, and I'm just played not... hot potato with belt, belts for so long that now they have to do insane things to get to the point where that's a story. I, what I would say is I'm unmoved by the idea that the value of the record is worth the trade-off of not getting title changes. Um, I don't think this isn't Barry Bonds breaking the home run record, right? Like, I don't think I, the Roman Reigns thing does feel like that to me. Sure. I, I think Roman, I think it's the fact that you're stacking all of you, like you're doing yeah. the Roman one, you're doing the Bianca one, and you're also, they're starting to bring up the, the Gunther one. Yeah. yeah, like you're doing three at once. It just seems like really we're just doing all of these to establish some records here. I, I think the Roman one resonates because it's one person being champion for forever and whoever that is, whenever that happens, I don't know if it matters who you're surpassing or what the number is. It's just the totality of you're telling us this person stands out from everybody else. Right. And I, and, and plus it finally elevated Roman to that like um, Mount Rushmore status as well. Right. I, I just don't know that the I don't think anybody gives a rat's ass about a secondary champion record like I. With all due respect to Gunther, who's great, right? I just don't think anyone cares. Who could possibly care? The only thing I will say, like, I agree with you, but I also think people care to the degree that they don't want him to lose now. I do think that. Maybe. maybe. But that's I don't think they care because he's going to break X guy's record. Yes, do you think it sells one more ticket? Um, I think it does, yes. I, I don't I think, believe that. I think... I think, I think I, 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 I maybe right now today I'm not sure, but I do think it has the potential to. Who can beat Gunther? Not not the part where he's breaking someone else's record. That's a different but, thing. I but the part I where think, he's not losing. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you, but I'm saying I'm agreeing with you, but also I do think it's a thing that people care if he loses or not. I don't think they care about whoever's record he's breaking. That's, that's my point. I don't think like if he didn't have the belt, this would be the same thing because he hasn't yes. lost. You know, I just don't think the records matter at all, like even a little bit. I think they have decided they matter. And I think that there's a greater value for having somebody else win a belt. I think there's a greater value for refreshing Bianca. I think there's a million things that have greater value than these stupid records that now, no one the knows. The only about. thing I will say is like in six months, if they can continuously call Gunther the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time, it does benefit him. I don't, I don't know that I agree with that. Cause I think the thing that we'll say on the flip side is, but he's not the real champion. I, I just, I think that is way more significant than him being the longest running. But don't you think that could be the next rung of him being the real champion? I, I think I don't know that the number that makes matters. him the him, contender. Him for, winning, him winning matters. Him being dominant matters. Him having a number next to his name doesn't. If that makes sense. Yes, I agree. I think he's already done enough to establish himself as a guy. That but should, it does give them that thing to say, even if they don't say the number. They could that thing, that thing where they say he is the you know the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time would would matter a lot for that title feud that he has for the world championship right yeah. it would make him sound that much more daunting i mean i think they think that for sure i, I think they think that i don't think i think that once you're a step 
once we recognize you and say we believe you're worthy i don't think any of that s matters at all i don't think you're going to change what we believe gunther's value to be or his legitimacy as a championship contender by saying, you know, he was the longest running international intercontinental tent. I, I, yeah, like, like, let's say he holds it to SummerSlam and it's a long reign and it's crazy and it's awesome, but he falls a little short of honky tonk, man. Is, is that really going to be a difference? No. I say the answer is no. You're right. No. And yet, I, I, I think that they're going, they're going to continue this till he hits 455, just because they love that number. I, I think is that I, the honky tonk man number? 454, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, but at this point, just do it. <laughs> Hasn't he had it for... Well, yes. No, it's another... It's another. It's The question is, are you doing it just to do it, or are you doing it for a reason? And a lot of these cases feels like they're doing it just to do it, just to get... I, well, I'll, I'll add two layers. Are you doing it to anyone's detriment? Like, are you not putting Gunther in the championship picture when he should be because you're doing this instead? Right at the moment, it doesn't feel that way. But let me see where we get to moving towards SummerSlam. Because if Cody yeah. Rhodes is not involved in the championship match at SummerSlam, what feels like a worthy SummerSlam championship match that doesn't involve Cody Rhodes and doesn't involve... Like, who could Seth Rollins face at SummerSlam that feels like a SummerSlam main event that doesn't involve any of these guys? Drew McIntyre? Yeah, heel Drew. Yeah, I, I think mean, there's value in heel Drew. I mean, yeah, I mean, but he's got to show up. Like, you know, we gotta we gotta meet that guy pretty soon in order for right. me to feel that way. Because um, uh, I, 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 part of me was feeling like, you know, like we were so focused on Brock, like he could be the person that interrupts the title situation right now. He could be the person who takes out somebody in the back that doesn't make it to the match or. I agree, but we still there's also still the complication of his situation that like. But but his contracts are the end of the year. So I understand, but if somebody isn't signed past the end of the year, are you really going to put them in your SummerSlam main event? If he's not winning, yeah, for sure. I mean they they put Dan, you know they put Daniel Bryan yeah. in the WrestleMania main yeah. event. No, true, I, 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 mean, they I, were I have very, zero doubt they, they would put very, him in the I mean, match. They were very confident they were going to sign Daniel Bryan. No, like, they weren't. No, they were extraordinarily confident. Not when he fought were. Roman Reigns on SmackDown. They but that was, that was two months after WrestleMania. That's correct. But when, it was still, at, I mean. No, at yeah. WrestleMania, they were extraordinarily confident that they were signing Daniel Bryan. I mean, extraordinarily. It was well reported at that point. Now, things changed, obviously, quite dramatically from that point. But my and point I, is, they still gave him the match. They still gave Moxley the main event match on the way out. Like, they still did all that stuff. The main I event of what? What was his main event? Didn't he fight in the... He fought in the one pay-per-view, like, right before he left. Well, no, they they did the Shields Last Ride right. thing. Because they could sell the Shields Last Ride. Yeah, but John wasn't Moxley, he in a match John, right before that as a heel? No, John Moxley and Dean Ambrose was... Or whoever you want to call him was out for the three months prior. There's a reason yeah. he came out on the dark segment for that Raw After Mania we went to. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. It was the sealed thing, right? Yeah. Look, I'm saying it's impossible and i'm not saying that it's not something that i'd be i'd be i'm cool with it i just i would be surprised if they're not confident that he's going to resign that they put him in a SummerSlam main event like but that's why? if he's not winning why 
Why would you because be surprised? It's still it a showcase surpri- moment. Okay, but it doesn't. That would not surprise me if he's he's. I mean, like if he's doing the honors on the way out, that's what you do. You know, there's a difference between doing the honors on the way out on SmackDown and doing the honors on the yeah. way out in a football stadium. And your marquee, like, those are two. Very but you're not. But he's not the. But it's not the main event. He would be second but or third it's banana. It's main event. It's one of the most important okay. matches on the card. Yeah. Like. It's, it's a spot. A, it's a spot that could be used to actually have somebody that you're going to use for the next couple of years. Instead of for putting over, you know, for giving somebody a big spotlight that's going to go to another company and try to kick your ass. Like, I, boy, I'm looking at the. You're, you're right. There is a raw roster is interesting right now in that in that sense. Like, you tell me, gun to my head, who it's going to be if we're ruling out Drew McIntyre, Riddle. As You're a, looking as, for a heel. a heel. Like the answer is Damian Priest. Yeah, Damian Priest. But that, but that doesn't necessarily feel like a SummerSlam no, title. No, sure doesn't feel like a SummerSlam. Not today. It yeah. doesn't feel like a SummerSlam title match. We're talking. And look again. We're talking Raw roster, right? Yeah. Nakamura, Finn Balor. Um, you, you'd have well, just did Balor. Yeah, I know, no, but I'm just saying this is this is the whole list. I mean, this is who they are. It's it's yeah. it's co. I mean, I'm not saying heel face whatever. These are the people that should that can fight for the title. Cody Rhodes, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, Riddle, Seth Rollins, Nakamura, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Damian Priest. Those are your Braun guys. Strowman. Braun Strowman. I don't think that's your SummerSlam match, but you have to throw him into a, a you know. Uh, I mean, if we if Randy Orton's well, back. Mind. And and Omos, I mean, like, is Omos? Yeah. If 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 Orton's back, you have got him. What are they doing with Gargano? And the way? I think that Tommaso Ciampa is coming back. That's what they were teasing there on Raw. He's was it Ciampa or was it? Were they talking about Theory? He's on SmackDown. Yeah, it was just talking about Ciampa. No. Okay. I think I think you know the rest. They're gonna tell a story where it's like the rest of the group doesn't trust Ciampa. Sure. I mean, the way it was formed to, to in part to thwart Champa. Yeah, that makes. I mean, it makes sense. And then to me, your SummerSlam match is them versus Owens and Zayn. Champa huh. and Gargano. I don't hate it. I, I don't know how you get. Th- I don't know how you get there. No idea. Yeah, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot. But right? just if you're just. But saying it is. It is largely a match. clean slate. Yeah, and it's largely a clean slate for him, so you can get there. It's just you're. I guess you the answer to why do you reunite the way if you're going to spin this off into you know Gargano and Champa while they're not trusting him is to really illustrate that that even this group of people doesn't trust Champa. You can do it. I'm also going to talk myself into being mad again for no reason. If you're not going to do a Cody Rhodes championship match, why why not have Kevin Owens get jealous of Sami Zayn oh, and do I still a Kevin think Owens that's, in pl- that's still in play. I mean, did you see the way that he looks at I, him when I, they come out? No, I agree. But how are you making that a championship match? Oh, I that's don't know. Some- you, yeah, can't. you can't. You can't. I mean, yeah. the no, you can. The only way you can is somebody wins money in the bank and wins the and wins the title. But then yeah. if you Messy. have money in you, it, it, then you have money in the bank, and why isn't the champion, the guy you just beat, involved in the match? And wait, what? well, we don't do rematches anymore. You know that, right? <laughs> or they kill the guy, right? <laughs> you 
Yeah. I mean, you can explain that part. You can explain it, but it's no, or or the or there's something more pressing that that person, you know, care that you that, look. It's the same thing that we always talk about with tropes, right? Like you come up with something that remember, Sami Zayn cared way more about the tag titles and breaking up the bloodline, which than he did about beating Roman Reigns. So it made all the sense in the world for him. Are we sure care. a SmackDown wrestler isn't winning the title? No, so somebody actually had a conspiracy theory that was like SmackDown guy wins the title, Cody Rhodes wins money in the bank, and they switch the basically the belt switch shows because Cody beats Roman at SummerSlam or whatever. I don't think that's happening, but I mean SmackDown guy like like Glenn said last week they could decide that guy's just on Raw now. Well, like, that's I mean, but when I say that, that's what I mean. It's like this a lot of this we're kind of dancing around because. As much as we love Rollins, it's it's a weird roster right now for Rollins as champion. But if you there are a number of SmackDown guys I feel like you could put in as champion and it mm. feels there's a someone else. Bad. There's someone else. Who? Bray Wyatt. How I don't know how you make plans on with Bray Wyatt right now. Uh, apparently they hired a new writer for him. That's great. Is he healthy? Is what? Apparently, they're ready to go. The, the report I a, read said a, a is list, he Alexa, going to be a wrestler? Is, in, is can he wrestle a match? I mean, he's wrestled matches. No, he hasn't. Those are not those were not matches that we've seen so far. He wrestled that you cannot like the Royal Rumble thing, but it was a match. No, no, no. But Aaron's point is well taken. It's not constructed like a match. It's constructed like an event, a it's something else. Ray Wyatt as champion has to involve him being a regular wrestler on the card. And since he's come back, they have shown nothing that suggests they were interested in Bray Wyatt being a regular wrestler on the card. They made it very abundantly clear they wanted him to be a character, a, a, character, a spectacle unrelated to uh, their wrestling show so you know i can you do that i i guess but they are definitely treating him differently than when he was champion before this is a completely he is an event he's not a wrestler um it's it's a very very different thing at this point all right all right we've i it's literally it's it's late um quickly uh just a hilarious bit where AEW was like, we're going to tell, tell you that we're doing this uh, huge main event, but it's all about Don Callis. Like, <laughs> Don Callis is the story of our show because that's what everybody's tuning in for is to see what's next with Don Callis. I, there are a lot of misfires that they have, and so it's very difficult for me to come up with an appropriate list, but what they think Don Callis is is definitely near the top of... Utter insane misfires from that company. Like I, it is so befuddling what they believe Don. What he, they think his value is, what they think he's capable of, what I, every layer of it. He's not a good performer. He's irrelevant. On top of it, it's insane what they think Don Callis is within that company because it is nothing. There is zilch there. Especially the timing of it. Like, it's one thing if this happens 
two months from now. Not that I would ever like him being a center of anything, but like him going away. But you're doing this two weeks before what we assume is going to be the big team spectacle of Double or Nothing, since they like to do the big team spectacle match. What role does he have? Like, he shouldn't be with the BCC. Him walking away from Kenny Omega is fine and good and dandy. But now you're almost demanding he's part of this big team spectacle match that we should all be looking forward to. It, uh, insanity. I would say it's a step beyond. I would say he is the team. Like, they're creating he's the Don Don Callis on a pole match. Essentially, <laughs> it's absurd. What the, the I, oh god, like, it, make it makes of, it worse that you know he's just Chris Jericho's friend. I mean, like that's a big part of this, unfortunately. Well, and Kenny's friend, like the the, the whole Kenny. This isn't um, you know, right? But I mean, yeah. but, but I, I guess. But, it but, makes but it let's worse. talk about people who have a lot, a lot, a lot of pull. He's Chris Jericho's buddy. I, I, I know what you're saying, Brandon, but I would almost say I don't even care. I, I don't care if he was nobody's friend. He's not good. Well, like, no, but I'm saying that's how not good people get <laughs> to be on the show. Right. And and maybe you can make the comparison. It's like Shane McMahon, right? Like, yes. It's like the yes. insistence that WWE had that Shane McMahon was a thing for the last 10 years when he was very clearly not a thing. Like it was just there was nothing there. Um, I guess at least Don Callis doesn't wrestle. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, there is nothing there. I, I, I like to see Miro back. I think I, he's used. That's the thing. Like, I think I like to see Miro back. I mean, it's better than him not being on the show at all yes. for months. Yeah. I, I guess, except I would actually argue that in a way, if he shows back up, and isn't doing anything in some like at least when he's not there, I can convince myself it's because he's got something better to do. Like this is what a Thunder he's Rosa be on the pay per view now. Thunder Rosa's back too. Great, great. So she can enjoy. <laughs> well, they're 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 about to have two shows. It's all hands on deck. So you can fill those shows. And what an awkward like. Here's Tony Khan to, to not make an announcement about an announcement that you already know has been announced that we're gonna announce later. Like what? Yeah. What is that? Also, why like overbook this show if it wasn't going to be the night that you were going to announce the new show? Why overbook the F out of this show to not just go ahead and make your announcement? And I get it that I guess next week is Turner's Upfronts. So that's yeah, that, that was part of it. But so then why not overbook next week's show? <laughs> like, why overbook this the way that you did? And try to sell everybody that it was a pay-per-view. And then here's Tony Khan to make an announcement that's not an announcement in any way. Like I was trying, I was trying to think, like, did they think it would be a softer night as far as pay- playoffs go? But no, Lakers-Warriors, not that they would yeah. necessarily have known this a month ago, but it was certainly a possibility. Well, it was on before Lakers-Warriors. It was up against uh, Miami-New York. Um. I don't I don't know. I have no idea why it was. And I mean, I, maybe it's because Detroit's a bigger arena. They have it, tended to run Detroit in a big way. I don't know if it's just the bigger arena. I don't know if it's a hotter crowd, but I feel like a decent number of these big dynamites are in Detroit. Well, one of them was a Brandy Rhodes thing, right? Like Brandy Rhodes was personally was she from Detroit? Like what? I remember there being a story about her personal involvement to get them into Detroit. Just 
I, I don't now I gotta look it up and see why it yeah. was Yeah. Um but I remember that being a Yes, yeah, so it seems like it was a deal Brandy was involved in setting up. Yeah, she's from Canton, Michigan and went to Michigan. So like there that's the reason. So there was a Brandy Rhodes thing. They were obsessed with Detroit. And so the first Detroit show was a big deal because Brandy Rhodes was all over well, it. Also yeah. kind of weird. Like, it, they didn't go to Detroit until last summer? Huh. Yeah, and it was ironic because she did all that work to get in there, and then she wasn't even in the company, right? Like, yeah. Huh. Uh, but I, I sense that it's related to the arena. I sense that it's, you know, if, if we're going to run these buildings that we don't – it's one thing to have 3,000 people in the Baltimore arena. It's another thing to have 3,000 people in, you know, a, a, a major hockey arena. arena. Yeah. Correct. You know, like a major pro sports arena. That's that's just, it looks even worse. So, yeah, you could say, boy, you overbooked the hell out of it. You still only got 7,000 people there. It's not a great sign. Um, but I, I like that when they ran the Seattle arena, which was the big arena that they ran in Seattle, they they really booked the hell out of that show, too. Um, that it might. That just, was also their first time in Seattle. It was so. their first time in Seattle. You write that, but they might be setting up a. When we run big buildings, we feel the need to overbook the big buildings. Whereas when we run Garland, Texas, we're we're not gonna go as crazy about what it is that we we do with that. I mean, it'd be logical, I guess. Yeah, I, I actually that's what I'm coming to is that I actually think there is some logic to it, but there's no logic to Don Callis. It's, <laughs> It's grotesque. It is it is extraordinarily high on the list of dumb things. Like, you know what else is dumb? Can trying to having Lucha Boy cut a promo where he makes fun of MJF singing pennies from heaven because you are so lost on the fact that that's why we love MJF. Like this thing where you're trying to convince him that MJF's a heel because he sang pennies from heaven. No, it's the opposite of that. Don't don't try to use that as ammunition for why you're the guy I should root for because you won't sing because F you, the guy that did is better than you. Like that's a bad promo, dude. Don't do that. Or whatever whatever you want to call it, interview, whatever the what do you call that segment where it's a it wasn't a promo, it was a what the hell do you call that when they're just filming something? Vignette. Vignette. That's exactly what it is. Thank you. That vignette that they had. Jungle Boy do. All right, anything else? NXT. I, I can't. It's so silly that they could have just put the the belt on Tiffany Stratton and they insisted on having Indy go back out there just yeah. into a tournament. Like I guess if it's Roxanne Perez winning it back, it makes her look even more heroic to win a tournament. But well, my God, or had they already decided they wanted the tournament and thought the tournament had value? It doesn't feel like they think that. <laughs> I mean, no, uh, they, lined, they literally lined all of the women up to start the show. Oh, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I think that's to- tournaments in pro wrestling are, are typically good when there's when there's a point to them. Right. Like when it's an actual thing and not just you get to say you're king of the ring. Um, tournaments are typically good because. Because they mean something, and matches that mean something are a good thing. And I, I, we've done this a billion times. I don't know how many more times I can say it. I'd say that I'm blue in the face. Things that matter are better than things that don't matter. It, it seems like that should be pretty simple. So I think it's totally plausible that 
they had already thought that through and decided they wanted the tournament. And so when the moment happened, they they didn't want to just pivot and put the belt on Tiffany Stratton because that was going to blow up their plans. Sure. Okay. Um, where do we think – does it feel – like obviously we're getting more from this Dijak – dragging off thing like is that going to turn into like a fight pit match or something like it feels like you need something else on that ple that's coming up that isn't just a match i don't think it'll be a fight pit but i think it'll be a you know, street fight Some kind or of street fight no or holds barred whatever and falls sure. down anywhere sure. I, I i think the awkward part as much as i love the fight pit is how do you do the fight pit in live a, yeah. yeah like how do you make that because those were all pandemic, right? I well, think not not the latest one, not the one on obviously the one in the ones in XT. That's yes, not the one on uh, whatever that was Extreme Rules or whatever. The was Riddle there a fight Rollins. pit on Extreme Rules? Yeah, the Riddle Rollins match. Oh, I forgot about that one. I don't remember how they did that. How do they do that? They they just did it. I mean, they lowered it. They fought. Man. Oh, because it was like a it was like a cage. It was it was it. Yeah, it wasn't really right. No, but it was but the fight pit was a cage. No, but it was like a sunken. Yeah. No, but they just built built it around the ring. It had those little platform things. It was almost the exact same structure. Oh yeah, they took the ropes out. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It doesn't. The way they shot it before made it look different. That's not, dude. I it. I know you're right, but as I remind, as I remind myself of it, it looks utterly different, and it doesn't look nearly as cool, and it doesn't have at all the same impact as the fight pit had in NXT. Well, the the other thing was, look, Timothy Thatcher was made for the fight pit. I, I, you're not wrong about that, but I'm telling you, the look changes everything. It was it felt this looked like a cage match, like that's what it looked like. The fight pit. If, if you if you look at it, it's the same thing. It's just the way it was shot in NXT. I, I agree because they shot yeah. from above at NXT, and so it felt like it was sunken. That changed. That's the concept of a pit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the NXT that's, thing looks so much cooler. Like I'm looking at the pictures side by side. Cool. And it's, plus, the mat was black, which made it look even more sinister, kind of. Yes, everything about it was it. It created. The, the greatest spectacle that you could get as far as this is something different. And rem- I totally forgot about the Extreme Rules thing. It I just, forgot about it, too. It just looks like a cage match. Yes, it's I get it. It's the same concept. But Daniel it, Cormier was the ref? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know how I forgot about it. Well, that, that, was, that was the main event when Bray Wyatt returned. Yes. Oh, yeah, when the main event was really just Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I mean, and again, it, you know, it was one of those things, like I think I said at the time, it was a pretty good match, but it didn't feel like a fight pit because those guys were kind of dancing around the ring when they should have been killing each other. Right. right. Yeah. Um, are we getting the return of Retribution? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was a great string of tweets. Yes, it was. I agree with that. All right, we good? Can we wrap up? Yep. Yeah. All right, very good. Plugs, Aaron. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. Come check me out on the circuit if you're coming to Las Vegas for Double or Nothing or anything else. Brandon. 
we just announced uh, Bowling for Soup is coming to Ram's Ooh. Head on September 8th. A uh, lot of wrestling people like that band. I famously have a Alexa Bliss song. Um, and I think she's good friends with them. Uh, anyway, uh, that show goes on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Um, upcoming stuff. We've got Gaslight Anthem on May 17th. Yeah, so if you want to come out and talk Vanderpump Rules, be yes. there next Wednesday night. There you go. We'll break down um, the rules with you. We do. Bullet for My Valentine is almost sold out on May 22nd. When is Tom's band coming to uh, Ramsed? Never. <laughs> band forever. Although I almost had it once, and I'm really <laughs> glad I don't. Um, Kicks. So Baltimore Legends Kicks have called it a career. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, their last show ever is going to be at Merriweather in September. However, their last Ramshead live show ever is June 10th, and tickets have started to fly ever since they made that announcement. Um, tickets to that and more, RamsheadLive.com, at RamsheadLive on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com for me, at AJ Francis 4104M. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 Vent.